Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to your Buckeye Talk headlines from Cleveland.com. I'm Doug Maurice. Thanks for being here. Hope you're here five days a week for the full Buckeye Talk. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The Wednesday one's the big one. You know that. Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU. We'd love to have you try the text if you want to. We keep getting more people. 614-350-3315, 14-day free trial. Why not try it, right? There's so much stuff going on. We keep you updated. We have some fun. We goof around. We give you news. We give you analysis. And we also give you these five Ohio State sports headlines, mostly football, frankly. You know, it's kind of the thing. Mostly football, Ohio State sports headlines for the week of August 28th. It's a Friday, as I'm giving these to you. August 28th, 2020, five headlines on Ohio State football, and I'm Doug Maurice. The Big Ten continues to try to decide when it may restart football. I'm Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. The latest discussions, possibly around a November football season. Multiple reports on Friday said that was at least a possibility that Big Ten coaches were discussing. They could come back in January. They could maybe come back sometime around Thanksgiving. Ohio State, a source told Cleveland.com, Ohio State at least realizes that is a discussion point right now. What are the specifics of that? Does it mean Ohio State could then take part in the college football playoff? We don't know the specifics, but as everyone in the conference since the August 11th cancellation of fall sports date, they continue to figure out what's next. It's been more than two weeks since that cancellation. Why isn't there a plan out for what January football would look like? Maybe it's because they're still thinking about could something that starts in late November work? That discussion is ongoing. Of course, we will keep you updated about that at cleveland.com slash OSU and on Buckeye Talk whenever we find out more. So again, reports right now, it's possible. Many things on the table, January football, maybe November football. I'm Doug Maurice from cleveland.com. The recruiting world continues and Ohio State and Alabama now in a back and forth tussle to have the number one class in the year 2021. I'm Doug Maurice. From Cleveland.com, Ohio State has been number one in the 247 Sports Composite Recruiting Rankings for months, forever. But Alabama this week took the lead from the Buckeyes, and then they took it back. So it is down to those two teams. Alabama has had a lot of commitments lately. Ohio State had taken that lead early on. One of the big gets for Alabama was getting five-star offensive tackle J.C. Latham, who people thought for a long time was actually going to choose Ohio State. Lately, Alabama has landed players like four-star defensive end Monkel Monkel Goodwine. They got four-star quarterback Jalen Milrow. They got junior college cornerback Kyrie Jackson. And that helped Alabama momentarily take the lead from Ohio State. Ohio State took it back by the end of the week. But the race is on right now. And this is the kind of thing. Does it really – is it the difference between winning a national championship or not? 
in the end, no. Whether you finish one or whether you finish two, Ohio State's 2014 national championship was fueled by the 2013 class that was number two in the nation. But this is kind of a thing. It would be a badge of honor. And Ohio State, if it winds up with the number one class, certainly they'd promote that. They would they would take that win. And so we will continue to monitor that. Tyleek Williams, who Ohio State then landed later, that got Ohio State back on top. But again, this is not going to be over. Ohio State way in front at one point. Alabama has made up all that ground. And what happens with these final couple recruits for both classes will, in the end, determine who has the number one recruiting class for 2021. For all your football recruiting coverage, listen to Buckeye Talk and read cleveland.com slash OSU. The latest recruiting get for Ohio State football, Tyleek Williams, a four-star defensive tackle from Virginia. I'm Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. Williams committed to Ohio State this week. He is the number 159 overall player in the class of 21. According to 247sports.com, he is the number 10 overall defensive tackle. He picked Ohio State over a rash of other schools, including Alabama, LSU, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia Tech. He's six foot three. He's 330 pounds. He had been kind of expected to be a Virginia Tech commitment, but then Ohio State got in there late. Larry Johnson is a, an Ohio State assistant coach who has been a, a longtime successful recruiter in the Virginia area. And uh, Al Washington, another guy who's, who's helping Ohio State in that area of the country now. So Walker is a big get. It's a position of need for Ohio State. He joins Mike Hall who is the other defensive tackle in the class of 2021. So that's the 19th commitment for Ohio State in its 2021 recruiting class. And it's Tyleek Williams of Unity Reed High School in Virginia. For all your recruiting needs, make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU. I'm Doug LaMaurice. Ohio State is expecting a downturn of $130 million in athletics revenue for this year. I'm Doug LaMaurice from cleveland.com. Ohio State's operating budget for the 2021 fiscal year was unveiled this week at a a board of trustees meeting. And part of that is what's going on with athletics. We don't know a lot of specifics, but a line item in there had Ohio State expecting its overall revenue to go down $130 million for the athletic department. That comes from, quote, the cancellation of event rentals, a postponed fall season, and related ticket, media, conference, and game guarantee revenues. Now, that's not what they will fully lack because they're also not going to have to spend some money, right? So that's what they're not going to bring in. They also won't have to have an outlay for things like travel to events and the money you have to spend to put on a football game. Of course, you make the money, but then if you're not making the money, you don't have to spend the money at the game. So that $130 million, that's a big number. That is not entirely what the what the net number is going to be, right? That's just the revenue that's not going to come in. Expenditures will go down as a result. You would expect there will be some reductions in pay for people in the athletic department, things like that. So $130 million, a big number. That's the revenue. That gives you some sense. Along the way at Cleveland.com, we talked about 40, 50, 80, $100 million. Those are the numbers that different Big Ten teams were throwing out there of the, the overall hit that it would be for their athletic department. So it's $130 in revenue that won't be coming in for sports as a result of this coronavirus pandemic. For all this stuff, the money side of things, what's going on with football, with recruiting, make sure you are reading cleveland.com slash OSU and listening to Buckeye Talk from cleveland.com.
Eight Nebraska football players have sued the Big Ten. I'm Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. This happened this week. It's the latest step in the battle between parents and players from around the Big Ten and the Big Ten conference itself. A lot of these parents and players obviously upset with, A, the decision to postpone fall football, but B, the process in which it was postponed and the lack of transparency and communication about that process. So eight Nebraska football players, they filed suit in the District Court of Lancaster County in Nebraska. They want to reverse the decision to postpone false sports, but they also want an explanation. And they want the details of the vote, and they'd like to know whether the Big Ten followed its own rules in reaching the decision to postpone. So accordingly, the lawsuit is going after three things, basically. Wrongful interference with business practices by not playing and limiting the player's professional opportunities, a breach of contract by failing to hold an actual vote. And there's been a lot of things said on both sides about whether there was an actual vote by the league presidents about this. And then a judgment that the postponement should be considered invalid and unenforceable without that vote. So the Big Ten responded and said they find this suit to be without merit. It doesn't really feel like something that's going to change a lot. It's part of the pressure that People on the outside, the players and the parents and the coaches and some of the schools continue to put on the Big Ten as they try to get an explanation for what happened and also try to get football one way or another, whether it might be November, whether it might be January. Whether the lawsuit itself does not feel like something that's going to make a big difference, but throw it on the pile of the pressure that the Big Ten is feeling and maybe it's just another little foot on the scale of all this accumulation maybe will lead to the Big Ten either explaining itself to a a greater degree or making some kind of decision to get football back on the field. To follow all of it, it's very complicated. There's a lot of parts to it. You can read cleveland.com slash OSU, and you can listen to our five-day-a-week Buckeye Talk podcast from cleveland.com. I'm Doug Maurice.